Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Unexpected Revelations. Ahoy! Ahoy! Great. I have all of my levels set, but I can't hear myself very well. Okay, here we go. We're on the move. To almost all of them. Almost all. Hardly any. We are on the right track. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Good. So, uh, we went to the Missouri State Fair today. Aha! Did indeed. How many mullets did you see? One. Uh, and it was, and it was, just one? Well, well, it was a a person driving uh, a vintage tractor in the tractor parade they had around. Oh. Uh, fairgrounds. I feel like that that counts for like at least That's, ten. Okay, fair. <laughs> How many cut off shorts overalls did you see? Oh man, you know I actually wasn't really looking for that. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. I assume I was at approximately of at least one. We were there for three hours, so I okay. Yeah, so I'm just I'm thinking of things that are like at Midwest fairs, and since it's the state fair, you should have like mega versions of all well no i will say that (laughs) how many rednecks fighting did you see (laughs) i will i was gonna say like i think the the state fair like it brings a different caliber of people out because there are like you have to go further you have to go further right yeah there's nothing around here like who who is coming to this Mm. um but yeah, it was Moag Power Day, uh, so it was all about agriculture, uh-huh. and uh, so we got to the, the kids got to see their very first tractor pull, and it was oh man, I was pretty excited. what a moment in history. Uh, the little guy was very very uh, excited about this. I uh, I can only imagine he was have, bursting at the seams. No idea, see. <laughs> and it was it was neat because it was the. Um, it was a it was the stock basically of like here are vintage tractors pulling the track the, the doing the pull. Nice. That was cool because it was like it looks like an tractor because it yeah. is an tractor. It's not this grotesquely it's, modified it's, <laughs> Yeah, but those ones like it's the most surprising nonsense you've ever seen in your life. Like I saw Yeah. I saw I remember I was at the Rogersville one like a long time ago, right? Yes. And, like either like right after, like either high school or like right when I started college, right? <clears throat> and they have all like the super modified and the normal modified, right? And they did all those, you have the big giant crazy like three engines in them, right? They're all like spouting flames, uh-huh. all this stuff, right? And then the last one was like the stock category. Yep. <clears throat> and it was like, this dude had like a big like, uh, I don't know much about tractors, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm a bad Missouri boy, I guess. But um, <clears throat> like a huge one with like a full cab, right? It was an old like Minneapolis Moline, right? <laughs> and that thing, it just like it didn't go fast, obviously, but it just drugged the sled like there was absolutely nothing behind it. It was, like, <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Yep. I remember at that same tractor pull, um, they eventually hitched up a an old combine uh, and had that pull, uh, which was a lot of fun. Uh, 
That's I remember that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what this was. It was just like 14 horsepower, you know. I think that some of the bigger ones were like, ooh, like 70 horsepower tractors. Um, and those things would like boogie. Uh, yeah, they go like four, like three miles an hour, but they just like pull anything. <laughs> they never stop. And some of no, these, some of these old ones, they were like, and here's a 1930 edition. <laughs> and it just goes, but, 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 but. <laughs> and so that's what made it enjoyable because it wasn't just, you know, from the start. It was the most like unexciting start and finish of like, well, I'm going to start off now in low gear and then I'm going to be done. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just drag this behind, right? And so that was, fun. and it makes sense because their job is to drag just like impossibly large machinery around a field. Exactly. So like, they're just like, whatever. I know. <laughs> so that was, that was pretty cool to get out and see the, nice. the, the unmodified stock. You, you know, they are, <clears throat> uh, they're well kept and they may be. That's true. Quite and they look recognizable as tractors. Exactly. That's what made right. it fun. They look like some sort of weird monstrosity. It's like, what is that? Yes. Now, final question before we move on to the rest oh. of your fair experience. Oh, you're fine. Uh, normally it's called a truck and tractor pull. So I just want your opinion. Which one is the superior pulling implement? Is it the truck or is it in fact the tractor? <laughs> uh, I, for for this, just for uh, your entertainment purposes only. Oh sure, for my entertainment purposes, the trucks are because they're just all over the place. Uh, that I feel like they are less controllable uh, and more high speed uh, in in general. But uh, I I I think for that amusement part of like entertaining, it's more fun to watch the trucks. But uh, at the end of the day, I do enjoy the the. So uh, I'm going to go with entertainment wise like because the trucks they start to do some pretty insane thing with like you said like oh it's the that's that's the next step to oh it's um there's a uh all the engines and all that stuff involved that it starts getting added why the yeah get a little insane. i don't know what about you <laughs> well it's hard to know it's difficult right because like the truck pull right it's slightly more impressive because it's like a, a truck is smaller than a tractor, right? Just in general, yeah. right? As a general rule, most trucks are smaller than um, pulling tractors, right? There are small tractors, but those are not the ones in the tractor pull normally. Uh, well, so, like, it's the unmodified. Uh, yeah, right. So you got your John we, we Deere lawnmower out there, the, like, of, yeah, of the like uh, Massey Ferguson, like one hundred series from yeah, that's so a little tractor, right? <laughs> like. But I've also seen some small trucks in truck pull. But so like anyway. But I think for sheer zaniness, like the tractors just look like the super modified tractors, whatever, they look incredibly ridiculous. And, and so I don't know. I like watching the tractors, I think. Now this is, of course, a person who has not been to a truck and or tractor pull in a very long time. Many a year. So, <laughs> well, I'm going on old memories only, right? But, Nothing new or current. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, not a, not a whole lot's changed. I would, I would <laughs> no, I would imagine. I just don't have fresh memories to draw sure. upon, right? Because like 15 year old memories, maybe like, <laughs> I think it was cool, kind of, right? 
Yeah. The thing, again, it's an attention span issue for me. So it's like really cool for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay, this is four hours long. This is not okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of the way Megan was towards the end. We were there for, I think, all of like seven minutes. And she was like, well, okay, I'm... (laughs) I mean, yeah, you kind of see one tractor drag a sled down a mud pit. And you're like... Okay, like, but they had they had all sorts of rules that I I guess never really paid attention to. They have in these size classes they have um, speed limit on the tractors, and if you went over the speed limit, you were deducted point uh, from your total pull. But but yeah, isn't it kind of like a race though? Like, well, no, it's because it's about (laughs) distance. I don't know. That's true, I guess. It's very weird. I don't, I, I, didn't I don't know how it's judged. Yeah, don't understand. I know but, that the weight moves on the thing. That's yes, all it moves know. forward on the sled. The As you drag it, it makes it harder is. and harder to pull. Um, so that was yes. fun. And we, I, I kind of intentionally stayed at the, at the starting line because it's generally less insane there than it is down toward the end. Right, where like they're going, or oh, they start bogging down, just like giving down, it everything, and it's just kicking yeah. and you know bucking, and the, they're really mud running. flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and and the other thing here is that these weren't doing the super starts where if you you know where they really get that rev super super high and oh like jump up in the air. That's yeah. those are crazy, and the big black billowing smokes again. These yeah. were not that, <laughs> which which was very nice, which made this again. I, I enjoyed watching this. It was a nice, it was enjoyable. It wasn't just like, oh my gosh, like holding on to the stands, like what is happening? It was not that. Um, it was more, oh look, a tractor driving down a dirt lane. True. I do remember that when I went to like the first one that I ever went to in Rogersville, when I was like very small, I have the distinct memory of being like, this is the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yes. yes. It was so loud. Yeah. And they're they're very impressive machines and it's absolutely insane the engineering and mechanics that go into just making those especially the the Well and also when you think of like a dude made that in his shed. Yeah. Right? That's the impressive part. Like it's incredible engineering for like a dude. A dude. <laughs> and his friend yeah. in a barn. <laughs> like, it really what? Is- it, it's insane. It's insane for me to think about that, and uh, and it's you know neat to watch that. And yeah, these guys out there, and there's you know the the drivers are they're eighty. There was a one kid who was like nine. Uh, that's that's neat too. These people who tinker away, right, and just maintain their their things, and then go out and pull heavy objects. That was fun. I enjoyed that. We made there our after the uh, prior to that, we had made our way over to the. Uh, sheep barn which we had never oh ever and the sheep barn three years ago was like they completely tore down the old one which was a little sad um but it was a hundred years old um and it was was it it tearing itself down it was an barn and they were like we need and so it's like (laughs) it's like eight million dollar barn now um (laughs) good gosh yeah well that's crazy it's massive it's basically the barn size of like a football field or longer it's longer than that it has to be yeah it's longer than that and they yeah it's just obscene it's insane and so we walked over and uh they were kind of at the end of all the sheep stuff so there weren't crazy amounts there which is fine because it's not overwhelming uh 
But we got to the sheep. We walked through the um, rabbit and poultry barn. And that's really oh. fun because all of the um, <clears throat> cages for the rabbits that are being judged are all on tables. And so it's like oh. the rabbits are all right at eye level for the kids. Yes. Like it's just like, boom, rabbits in your face. Giant um, rabbits. <laughs> yeah, giant rabbits everywhere. And so um, the one thing that I did not do this year that I wanted to do was I, I really want to talk to the judges. And be like, oh yeah, like, like what, what are you looking for? Are you because how does one judge a sheep? <laughs> yeah, because well, like, well, like it started with the rabbits because they they um they have them all on these huge long tables with cages on them, and then each farm or each uh, person who's there to judge have the rabbits judged has little sections of that table that they designate with ribbons. People de- decorate their areas a little bit so you can see kind of themes of where people are. And then um, they uh, take their rabbits for their the class or breed or I don't know, and then take them to the center judging table. And so the, you walk by and it's just like like a hundred rabbits in a row and they all look the exact same, like <laughs> exact same. It's like just copy and paste. And, so is it like a breed standard, like yes, a dog yeah, show? Maybe exactly, exactly. Okay. Breed standard. They're looking for certain uh, things. They're judging for certain qualities and characteristics. And I was like, tell me what you're yeah, doing. Like, give me like one. Right. Like, what am I looking for? Yeah. That's what ear, ear floppability. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Cotton tailedness. I don't yes, know. Yes. Cotton tailedness. That has to be one. Probably one of them. Yeah. Um, and because the same thing when we, we went through the, um, the horticulture building. So they were judging plants. So this is where people oh, yeah. all like, and I'm like, there's just a gaggle of like, of judges walking around the room, and I'm like, "What? Why? Why is this azalea better than that one? I don't." Oh know. man, flower judging is insane. That's yeah, some crazy judging. stuff, and especially since it's like, yeah, and they send I just they're judging all sorts of stuff. So I was just like, I want to know, but it kind of <clears> the same <throat> thing with like judging of all of that. Like last year, we we went through the um, oh gosh, it was the meat barn, and so it was like. I was like, oh, here's all the cured ham. And here, right, th- this one is the best cured ham. And you're like looking at everything else around it and you're like, what? <laughs> oh, I didn't. They, wait, wait. What, they judged the finished product? I thought they just oh. judged the pig. No. I didn't know that there was like a category for what happens next. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, right. There is. Step two. Depth. Oh yeah, there is things that used to be a pig. Like I used to be alive, and now are not. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's I had you, no idea that was a thing. Yeah, that's how you get like the state fair best pie and the state fair best. <laughs> okay, know. I knew like a pie, but like I didn't know that like ham was yeah, a thing, right. Like I didn't ham, know. it's all the meat products in their various forms, like the marbling or whatever. Whoa. Like they do that. They also judge. Get this at the FFA building was doing judging on soybeans uh, I knew they did things like that yes I definitely don't know how one judges a soybean and corn and cotton, obviously cotton corn and all sorts of stuff where they're like this is the best cotton Ta-da. that makes sense yeah so that you know because that's that, how you know what to plant next time you well, yeah the and then that ones. farmer can take that and their techniques and because it's all you know it's, it's it's their cultivation it's their yeah. environment it's all that stuff that comes into play. So it's extremely complicated. Um, and it's way above my head of understanding yeah. comprehension of what exactly is going on. 
Uh, That's true. So, yeah, yes, well. that was fun. <laughs> I, I really did. You see any obnoxiously exotic ducks in the poultry building? <laughs> we did not because, oh, because poultry. So unfortunately, poultry is early Only. in the fair. Ah, okay. so the barn is the first half of the fair is poultry. Second half of the fair are the wabbits. Um, Dang it! Okay, fair enough. We did not see, see one that. one duck did, update. Did you, you see know, any? excitingly exotic duck species firsthand. Unfortunately, no duck okay. species observed. Dang uh, it. No. 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 Uh, we went to the art building too, which is fun. Um, that's the other thing about oh, this, okay. is that the state fair is literally the size of, like, a town. It's over four, it's almost 400 acres in Yeah. It's, and, so I always, like, underestimate how stupidly large it is. And, right? like, <laughs> and they have, like, they have genuine paved streets and full size buildings that are huge, like massive buildings. They're just like, this is this one. And this is the only thing we do in this building. Um, <laughs> like, uh, just, it's like cure hams. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, pretty much. Um, uh, that's about the meat, the meat. Yeah. Um, but this one is just for their arts art building. And that's so, cool. That's neat. Cause you get, it's like, just like a, hodgepodge of all different arts and art styles um the state fair um committee or whatever they're called picks an artist resident every year and they kind of showcase their things throughout the building yeah so it's like that's a pretty that's pretty prestigious um to have to show be able to showcase your work not in a judging context but in a like i have been selected to like an art gallery yeah it it is it's a massive art gallery and they've got, you know, photography and sculptures and all sorts of stuff that have matriculated their way up to um, the, the the state fair to be judged at that point. Um, so it's it's a really neat uh, building with a lot <laughs> of stuff in it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we didn't make ourselves over to the rides because we're going to save that for this weekend. Um, yeah, we were just kind of trying to get some sightseeing. We went through obviously all of the farm implements and equipment, um, and didn't this time this year. I don't know. I don't know who is managing state fair committee. You're on. You're on blast. No, uh, oh. the uh, dealers locked the doors to the machine, <laughs> which is not fun. Illegal. We have a four year old who's obsessed with. Big giant industrial machinery. Yes, and just wants to sit in everything. And I mean, I, you could, he, we you ran know. up and we were trying doors, and he'd be like, "What about this one? What about this one?" And I, I, oh, I felt, oh, it just hurt for me to be like, "Bud, I, I don't think we can get in any doors this year. I think they have them all locked." And he was like, "Oh, well, it can all stand next to it." Oh, it hurt. Oh, so. We did. He did get to climb. They had a they had a full <laughs> they had a massive combine there. Like brand, it was, wasn't brand new. It was used with one year uh, of use. It's a gently used combine. Gently used combine uh, for four hundred thousand um, dollars. Wow! Oh my gosh! It was huge. I mean, I mean, tires. I mean, I I had put my arms up and I couldn't touch the top of the tires in this thing. It was huge. So they climbed a ladder and went across the walkway. Over to get the cab and stood next to it. I took the picture. We're happy. Uh, so we did. We did all that, and then uh, on our way out, um, while whilst eating a and funnel cake, 
we um ah, as one does as one does we were surprised by a uh vintage <laughs> tractor parade <laughs> and as surprises go that's a pretty good one right like <laughs> of the things that you could be surprised by at the state fair that's pretty high up on the list of uh things that are actually cool right like <laughs> oh yes oh yes like this thing was amazing <laughs> i was so cool it was so cool to see all of these and they weren't in any particular order it was pretty much just like a lineup and go kind of thing yeah which is a little disappointing like it would have been neat to see like the oldest ones first and see put them in like a timeline yeah, yeah like, timeline or here are the John Deere's or Massey Ferguson's or yeah. here are the Harvesters or here are the cases or here's the boards or whatever I feel like it should go in order just like chronologically <laughs> like here's the oldest one first <laughs> but but I don't know if they know like who's going to show up with a tractor I don't think they do they're just like powered <laughs> like I think they're just like whatever um it's probably just like if you have a tractor, be here at this time. I, I'm pretty sure that's you're what in. <laughs> and yeah, they had Molines. They had just like, and some of them I love where they're like. Some of them you could tell like this person is the this guy is like, I adore this tractor. Like this was my granddad. It's uh, it's been meticulously maintained and repainted and repaired, and this is ever like. I love this tractor and obviously everyone loves the tractors. And then there are people who are like, I found this at a barn and it is unrecognizable in coloration, but here is like, I've left the patina and I've not restored it. I've just got it running. Uh, those are the so, coolest ones. I think those are the coolest ones. Those are my favorite ones. Yeah, <laughs> we've, got, <laughs> we've got those. Um, and there was even like a very early, there was like a super mega early combine, which was a side by, so you were riding in it in like this weird sled, and then the the thrasher was right next to your face. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. I, okay, yeah, I, I, those are like horrifying. <laughs> oh no, like there's <laughs> and like there's some that have like the open like whirring fan belts. And I'm oh like, yeah, I'm like see that? That's why that's why farmers don't have fingers. Uh, <laughs> that's true. And uh, there was also like another like kind of still early combine was like this little tiny thing it was super cute uh and just all sorts of tractors with all they had some of them had implements on the back too which also made them cool of like yeah that is a two-row plow and now like that tractor can only plow two rows at a time uh now we have one for like a billion rows at a time yeah <laughs> like it's just a, it's, so it's kind of cool to see that and i I, I seriously don't think there were any tractors in there newer than like the 70, uh, which was also neat. Uh, nice. but they, they had some massive John Deere's in there still and some just gorgeous, like, oh my gosh, massive Ferguson's where it was like, oh, it's weird that dad's tractor is almost old enough to be in the vintage <laughs> tractor parade. If you have the, if you have tractors from the seventies in there, almost. Almost. Most That's of these, upsetting. Most of these. That makes me upset a lot. <laughs> like very upset. A lot. Very. That's distressing. That tractor and me are close to the same age, so that's very not okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was unacceptable. <laughs> not okay. I'm all, I'm not. <laughs> um. So that was. Uh, <laughs> That was a great day. That was a great way to end of just like a, a mishmash of <laughs> surprise all- tractor parade. Surprise That's a great. 
because you're like, we're sitting there, we're walking and eating, and then you just see a tractor driving towards you, and you're like, well, that's not unexpected at the state. True. But then you notice it was followed by more. More. <laughs> yes. As they rounded the corner, and we we're like, we're going to sit down and we're going to see what's going on. <laughs> like, I have no idea, but we're going to observe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was. That was, it was was the perfect day. It was like 80 with a breeze and partly cloudy. Yo, dude, today I was cold. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I don't know what mysterious witchcraft is happening, but I was like, it's 65 degrees right now. (laughs) What? Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm going to leave the back door open for a little bit. I, like, I need to take my jacket to work today. This is weird. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was beautiful. And so then, then, I mean, I have, I have talked about my love of, of, of farming uh, on the show and how um, I have desires to be an, and farmer. A uh, hobby farmer. A hobby yeah. farmer. Uh, this did not help at all. Uh, oh no! I think it gets worse every year you go to the fair. Every year I think I go it to the like fair. the the desire increases just a it little does. bit more like, every time. It does. Uh, watching Jeremy Clarkson's farm uh, did not help in any stretch of the imagination. True. Um, now watching all these, and then and then you know what I did? Have you been watching the other? You got to watch the Tudor Monastery farm. Yeah, the Tudor really Monastery get you going. One, that doesn't help. That doesn't help. But then what I did was I um, went. And I was like, you know, because you see these tracks, and you're like, that tractor. I don't know how much that's worth, but like, oh my gosh, like I can't even imagine. And then you go and you're like, what does a vintage Massey Ferguson that you could like actually use on a farm today? Which, by the way, the fact that these tractors, like, it's again, just the longevity of these things just continues to blow my mind. Of like, oh yeah, like, you you could literally put an implement on it and go to work today. <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, so. When I uh, naturally, when we re- returned, um, and I was on uh, the the internet, and I was like, "Oh, for like four thousand dollars, like you could have, oh yeah, one of these." I was like, <clears throat> "Oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you can like the, uh, I we talked about this the last time we talked about farming very seriously. That I was watching that YouTube show about the guy that like." He just found a tractor and he's doing a farming season with like only found implements. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. So like the tractor, the, the dude, it was just like sitting out in the field and it's like, dude's like, yeah, it hasn't run for probably like 20 years. And they spent like a day and a half, like kind of working on it. And it runs like, like they had to like clean out the gas tank and like bleed everything and like replace some fuel lines and like sure. sand the, points in the distributor and it started so it's like, <laughs> like what yeah and now i understand that like if you were wanting to get one of these for a hobby farm i think the hardest part would actually be finding implements for it since we've that's true since so it's old it's old right and finding the connection points and i know the ptos haven't really changed a lot but there's yeah a lot more that's true connections um yeah, but if you are buying just like old used stuff too, because yeah. there's lots of places around. Well, oh, there's <clears throat> caveat. There are lots of places in the Midwest that just sell like old farm equipment. Yeah. Right. Or like there's like a bazillion farmers that just have like old stuff in their barn. Yeah. Because they don't sell it. Right. And there's like, it's you in can there. find them at 
you know, sales and whatever. Swap meets and stuff like that, yeah. <laughs> but here's They're the, around. <laughs> all the equipment, I'm, I, in my research, there was also, uh, I started to realize, like, okay, like, I think finding the implements is still going to be difficult. But since most tractors haven't changed categories, like, there's still the, oh, this implement is designed for 40 horsepower tractor. Well, yeah, 40 horsepowers for today is pretty much the same as 40 horsepower is, you know, yes, unless it's anticipating other electronics or a different drivetrain or. Yeah, but a lot of this stuff is not anticipating electronic. It's just like plug in PTO, hook up hydraulic line. Done. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anyway, all this to say that um, Noah decided he wants a <laughs> to drive the combine. Uh, to harvest the corn we're going to plant on our farm. Oh, and, well, there you go. Lily wants to plant strawberries. There you go. Very nice. I don't know how you harvest strawberries, so I, that'll be exciting. Um, I like, I don't I think you try. Yeah. But, I have no, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, yeah. But anyway, that was amazing and a lot of fun. So we're going to go back this weekend and ride rides. And that's what we're going to do. We're also going nice. to take a loop by the... So we stayed on the... And more um, funnel cakes, obviously. More funnel cakes. But we stayed on the uh, south side of the fair. Just kind of looped around the south side. The, the, the dead center is more of the shoppy and rides. And then the wet, the north side is where you get the, um, the, the indoor arena for the rodeos and stuff. And then there's oh, yeah. um, the um, uh, horse and cattle barns are on the north side um then the east side is the big outdoor arena where zz top is currently playing right now oh, nice um and <laughs> yeah we, we were we were leaving and they were doing the sound checks for the drum and so it was just a guy hitting a snare drum like oh yeah just over sound checks are the worst over <laughs> and over and over and then there'd be a light tap and there'd be a heavy tap and then we'd go back yeah <laughs> and megan was like what is he doing i was like Sound checking his drum kit. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not sound checking. He's having a person go and do yeah. sound check for him. <laughs> well, the, this sound check is being done. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is being conducted. So that, uh, yeah. yep. So it's a nice. huge property, and go. good. See all the giant horses. Another thing where it's like the variety that you will see in a horse is like absurd, right? Like. <laughs> Uh, usually at the end, I think that's when they do, I think horses might be earlier and then cattle towards the later. So I think we're just going to see cows, but again, show cattle. We, we stumbled across across them last year and they were giving them exacting haircuts and trims to showcase. Uh, That's true. Oh yeah. You talked about that. Yeah. That that was weird. I think like uh, as a non- farm animal expert right uh to say the least uh yes that's <laughs> putting it mildly uh i would say that like if i was gonna have the choice between looking at cows and looking at horses it's gonna be horses all day long right yeah. like i don't want to like ride them right or anything like that but like i think there are like to me the untrained eye uh, the differences in horses are much more stark and easy to recognize, right? So you can sort of just, as a lay person, appreciate them easier. 
right? Because you can like you can just tell like those horses are different, right? Those are different kinds of horses. Whereas at a cow, you're like, I am like, yep. Look, also a cow. Like I don't really know. <laughs> Hello, moo. There's a few. Right? There's a few that I know, like for sure. Horses. Much more obvious, and so it's easier to expert in this field. Impressive to look at. They are well, and yeah, I think there's just for me there's more uh, familiarity with them uh, as far as more connection. Also true, and and yeah, you can definitely tell more. But I, yeah, so I I just see more variety there. Um, I think for whatever reason, I'm sure the cattle. Uh, big big cow will be writing in to let us know of the, all the different varieties and possibilities that they have there. So yeah, um, but yes, I'm and those are cool barns too because they are like original. So all almost all of the buildings on the property are pushing a hundred years old or so, which I just love. So that adds an aesthetic to it. And the horse barns are some of the original original buildings. Um, they definitely have a really cool feel and um, architecture to them and just how they're laid out too of like very long rows with stalls on either side and the how they how they have the also the, all the traditions that are there of of you know here is where we hang the plaque for each arm that's here showing and that's how we hold it and you can see the the banner is this way and they're allowed this x number of stalls per person and whatever mm-hmm. and, um just a lot to go <laughs> that goes into it that you're just you don't initially think about um it kind of gives you a more appreciation for that and i just like seeing that i like seeing those things continue to carry on um even though i am not taking part in any of them i think (laughs) i don't even know what they are whatever i think they are important and need to be around and make uh people make everybody better when we are more when we know more about them uh it's so yeah, I I I, I enjoy, that's another reason why I enjoy going uh to the fair is to see a part of um society and culture that we uh, I I personally <laughs> and family are also very disconnected from. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's cool and important stuff to do that, so we know. Are you are you fully integrated back into your uh, uh, school? Uh, uh, yeah, right pretty much. Like the kids will come back on Tuesday, ah. right? So <clears throat> tomorrow is open house. Yay! Ah. I love open house. That's my I'm favorite. Sure you do. I love staying at school till seven o'clock at night. It's the coolest. Um, so it's fine. It's whatever. I'm basically done with my stuff. Like, I don't really have a whole lot to do tomorrow. <laughs> so I don't really know what if I, I have to watch more training videos, like everyone's favorite bloodborne pathogens training video. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. I don't, I, uh, you know, it's just like the, we have to watch them for insurance purposes. Oh, sure. So like, there's a link to like a website. It's like a third party company that like curates them. And then, 
you log in with your school registry and then it it tracks that you've watched them and there's like a little quizzes and stuff you have to take along the way like answer these couple questions as you do it right so it's for like insurance purposes and and stuff like that so it tracks that you have watched them and it's done so whatever i was sitting in my room typing some stuff today i put it on my board i was just watching it it's like okay typey typey da, da, da. so i did a bunch of that i did some like just random housekeeping stuff right and like i whatever <clears throat> like i changed one of my activities in the first unit i did some stuff i changed my progress monitoring protocol right like oh, i'm gonna do this i had to go meet with the science team talk to them a little bit fun exciting yeah so <clears throat> just kind of doing stuff right i feel it's a little bit weird right because like everybody else is like doing all this new all this stuff because they have all this like new things like all the english department has like brand new stuff and like there's a brand new math curriculum in elementary and they're all like oh i got all this stuff to do and i'm like uh, yeah do do <laughs> like over here I, yeah i'm just don't mind me just not, not doing stuff because i don't <laughs> Like my stuff is already done because I've done it before, so I was like, okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> that was a little bit awkward, but like, <clears throat> it's all right. So, just last minute stuff, random meetings about nonsense. Big meeting today that should have been an email, right? You know, oh, all I that. Oh yeah, I love those. Uh, so, you know, it's all right. Just like, okay, I'm, my brain is sort of turned back on to like, oh, yes, school, work, right, K, got it. <laughs> <clears throat> I understand now. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard switch for me to make. Years so are engaged. Yeah. It's all right. So we'll have a uh, last, so we'll have Thursday, was tomorrow, right? And then we, we're off Friday and Monday. So. Four day weekend, and then the kids come on Tuesday. Woot. So, yeah. So that'll be good. Just ready to kind of get started now. At this point, I'm like, I'm just, we're just going to start, right? Like, I don't, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not a person that needs everything to be just so before I begin a thing, mm. right? I'm kind of just like, all right, I got pretty much every, let's just start and see what happens right like <laughs> let's just go yeah and then like as we're going we can make changes as needed you know what i mean like that's yeah. that's just how i am like personality wise and i know a lot of people i work with are not sure. like that right they must have everything exactly so before things can begin and I'm just like, let's go. Let's just start and see what happens, right? Move, move, move. Like, there is a certain level of things I need to do first, right? I'm not just, like, going to jump in there without doing, right, obviously. But, like, sure. <clears throat> my threshold for, like, completionism is not very <laughs> as high as theirs. Right? We have to get things 100% done before we leave. And I'm like, mm, 80 is good, and we can just go for it, you know? <laughs> We'll just start and we'll make it up as we go and we'll 
we'll just do changes as needed, right? It's all good, right? It's fine. Right. I'm embracing the scientific method, right? That's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> Look at that. Good, good you. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of where we're at. I'm just kind of like, I have to put some like final things away because, you know, I don't think parents like random papers scattered around when they come in to see the class for the first time. So, no. you know, <clears throat> just some finishing, tidying up and putting stuff away. And then I got the majority of that done today while I was watching my videos. But oh, good. Some tidying up like, oh, yeah, this needs to go over here because I can't leave it on this table. So <laughs> where am I going to put this? I'm going to. I have more room in my filing cabinet now, so I have some space for some... <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah, it's kind of stuff. Just going to do that, so... Begin. We had some adventures, though, uh, outside of school, right? So, we were... A couple weeks ago, we were up at Susan's mom's house, and, like, her sister was there, and her niece was there, and her niece has an adopted daughter, right? Who's like 15. Okay. They, she's like did foster care and she's like the guard, whatever. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, she was like, Hey, do you think that it would be okay if sometime I went and spent the weekend with Brandon and Susan? And we're like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> I can't think of anything more boring than to spend the weekend with us. Well, she did last week. We came, she came oh. down. We went to meet him in Springfield, and she came down here and hung out and stuff. So it was. Well, I guess she had fun. Cool. I don't know. Yeah. So we did. We went to Barnes and Noble because we were in Springfield. So we just had, you know, oh. accidentally oh. stopped there. Oh Oops. no! Yeah, whoopsie daisy. Uh, ran a couple errands and then came back, and uh, they did some crafty things, right? Because Susan's been finishing up library-based crafts, so she is also a very artsy person, so they did some, like, painting and, like, hung out. And, uh, yeah. It was pretty cool. We went and saw a movie, so I have a movie review for you. Uh... <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. We actually saw two. One uh, earlier in the week with our friends, and then we went and saw one with her. So, <clears throat> movie review corner uh, incoming. But, okay. but yeah, we went up to our mom for a little bit and hung out. So, yeah, I think she had fun. But I could not for the life of me figure out why a 15-year-old person would want to come down here, like, on purpose. And just, like, <laughs> hang out. <laughs> like, yeah, so we're going to read and... uh Get some takeout and uh, sit around. <laughs> oh, and yep. <laughs> you're the you're the cool you're the cool one, right? I guess I think we're the more laid back ones of the. Nope. Uh, so there's that. Like, <laughs> so that's a big thing. Yeah. So it was kind of it was nice. I guess she had fun. It was fun, kind of, because we don't like see her very much. So that was kind of cool, right? Sure. Hung out. Did whatever, so yeah, that was our big adventure. A person decides to come see us. A person wants time with and why? Very confusing, but <clears throat> so we went and saw the movie. We saw with her first. Okay, okay. Right movie review this. corner. Movie review. <laughs> As these movies are still in theaters, this will be a relative. This will be a spoiler-free 
movie review. Okay. <laughs> movie talk, right? Uh, we saw it with her. We went and saw this movie called Fall, right? Which is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it is not about autumn. Spoilers. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> these like. Uh, so the beginning of this movie is very like vertical limit. It's about climbing. Okay. So like, um, <clears throat> these three friends are climbing a rock face. <clears throat> this is the first scene in the movie. So this is like relatively spoiler free, uh, climbing a rock face when an accident occurs. Dun, 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 dun. And one of them, you guessed it falls. <gasps> um, and then, so, Small critique. Uh, their rock climbing safety procedure is absolute trash and should not be replicated by anyone ever. Uh, because okay. <laughs> it's very bad. They had in... Uh, so they were doing that thing where like two people are tied together and they're climbing. Yeah. You know, we do that. Guess how many anchors they had set in the wall between them. Oh, did they have, did they have, did they have one? They did have one. How did you know? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, because I thought, I thought, surely it's not zero because that's ridiculous. Yeah. But it's Why are they even tied together if it's yeah. zero? <laughs> yeah. That's why I was like, okay, surely it's at least something. Uh, <laughs> it was one badly placed anchor point. <laughs> Sounds like anyway. It. So they do that. And so uh, the dude that falls is like uh, one of the girls, like the husband or something. Right. They're like in love or whatever. And so she is very devastated. Okay. Uh, Her other, her other friend is gone for a while and she like comes back like months later. Her friend is still a wreck. And so she's like, let's go on an adventure. It will cheer you up. And so their adventure, they decide to climb to the top of a super mega tall radio tower. It's in like this place looks like kind of like California, Nevada y area. It's like very deserty and empty, right? But it's like this they keep saying the word 2,000 foot radio tower, right? And so they climb it. Okay. And then things go not good from there. Uh (laughs) See that? Understandably. Yes. So the movie, they get like stuck atop the tower, right? And then they have to cope with being stuck atop a tower that's like 2,000 feet up in the middle of nowhere. What what looks like California, I'm guessing. Yeah. So yeah, it was an all right movie, right? Uh, It was was okay. It's not like amazing, but uh, it's okay. Right. This is produced, I found out later, by the same people that produced the tragedy of 47 Meters Down, my most hated movie of all time. Oh. Uh, this one is better a little bit, right? So it's not as trash as that movie. But hey. <clears throat> so I would much rather watch this one. However, Susan uh, is a person who is afraid of heights. And yeah. she was watching this movie and it triggered her like hardcore. And she did not. <laughs> Oh my god. She was like very uncomfortable watching from behind fingers, right? Like 
She was not doing well. So if you are a person who is even like a little bit afraid of heights, do not watch this movie. <laughs> because they do lots of like, oh no, this is very high and bad. Like they do a lot of that, right? So, uh-huh. <clears throat> so don't. If you're afraid of heights person, do not watch Fall. I mean, let's be real. You could probably get that from the name of the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, but don't do it. So it's a pretty good movie. It's it's one of those movies. It's like it's a trapped kind of movie, right? You're trapped in an area. This movie has like four people in it. Right. So I think it was made for like eight dollars. Uh, <laughs> so even though like it's still pretty good, even though it was made for like eight dollars and like it's not like super amazing looking and stuff, but it's pretty good. Right, the stuff's pretty good. It's visually good. Uh, visually, apparently, uh, if you're afraid of heights, person enough to be scary. So, like, <laughs> well, it sounds like it kind of fits in the genre of movies uh, that I was talking about during. Not to go back all the way to our uh, continue to go back to our uh, uh, shark uh, episode, but uh, like the, the premise of like normal everyday activity goes terribly wrong. Although this is a yeah, little yeah, yeah. outside of ordinary because who goes and climbs a 2,000 foot uh, radio tower? Well, exactly. That's true. But, uh, but yeah, it is sort of a seemingly innocuous situation goes bad and then you have to deal with the outcome. Right. It's like, it's, it falls into the realm of believable. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, other than like, why would you do that? Like, uh, however, I did learn doing some Googling after the movie is over. Do you know where the eighth tallest radio tower structure in the United States is located? The, um, gotta be honest. I don't know why I would know that piece of, uh, <laughs> trivia. well, I was Googling tall radio. Tower Cause I want, they kept saying like, this is the tallest one. And I had remembered that there was some sort of like really tall radio tower in, California somewhere. I believe it fell down uh, at some point. So I was trying to figure out like what this movie could be like, what this tower could be based on, right? Because they kept saying the name, like everyone would know it. Um, yeah. But like it's made up, you know. But I was doing some googling about tall, tallest structures in the United States. The eighth, according to Wikipedia, I believe it was the eighth tallest structure. It was, it was a radio tower structure in the United States, <clears throat> located in. Fordland, Missouri. What? Yep. <laughs> what? Yep. What does it do? That's what. <laughs> what? Let's see if I can find that list again. What? It was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How tall is it? Uh, it's like 600 and some meters. So it's like about the 2,000 feet that the the movie was. Yeah. Let's see if I can find it again. Yeah. Tallest structures in the United States. Yeah. And Im- importantly here, this is structure. So anything standing. Tall. Yes. Not, yeah. Now, not just like, but it is a masted structure. Where did it go? I can't find the list again. It was on there, though. It was, like, ridiculous. It was, like, 600-something meters tall. I was like, what the heckles 
is that. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Okay. Well, so that's actually, yeah, I'll try, I'll try and check down that list and include it in the show notes. Cause that's, uh, Oh, here it is. Yeah. Okay. It is 609.6 meters. It is the KOLR tower. Oh my gosh. It's for a TV station. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think that's what it was originally for. <laughs> it's the guide mast tower, Fordland, Missouri. I'm going to send you this. There you go. That's the, <clears throat> I learned that exciting piece of news. So this story could happen in Fordland, Missouri. Oh, perfect. So now we know. Don't climb radio towers, especially not ones in Fordland. <laughs> don't do it, listeners. I must say, disclaimer, do not. Amazing. And again, these are these are not highest altitude. Um, these are not these are these are just like from base to tip, like yeah, how how tall they are. Wow, that's <laughs> stupid high. Yeah, that's almost yeah, it's almost not okay. Like I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, that's so tall. I was like, I was shocked. I was looking at this list and I was like, do to do to do what? Portland, Missouri. <laughs> Yeah, who You're telling me I grew up ten miles away from the thing and I didn't even know? Like, what the heck? Is, I, yeah, there we go. That's shocking revelations <laughs> from the movie Fall. Unexpected revelations. <laughs> Unexpected. Re- I feel like that's just like a, like a continuous theme here. That's true. It's like a tagline for the show, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and then, and then we looked around boom. the corner and found <laughs> a vintage tractor parade. Vintage oh! <laughs> what? Ah! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, there we go. We watched that movie, and then yeah, and then we, we also watched. before previously uh, in the week we go with our friends, like we went ate and like cooked and everything, and. Uh, we went and saw that movie Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Mm. Uh, that movie is hysterical. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. It's like, okay. it is like, if you are a person that likes like stylized over the top kind of action mixed with a wee bit of silliness sure. in your life that is the movie that you need to watch right like it's very <laughs> it feels like it's very like a guy Ritchie movie with like just a really quippy weird joking dialogue right and then like really sudden bursts of like really bizarre action sequences you're like what like what <laughs> what's the what? what's the overall premise of- uh, overall premise is like Brad Pitt is some sort of like uh, he's like some he's like he's doing some kind of job it's like a, a snatch and grab job right he's some sort of criminal okay. right who is on the side having some sort of existential crisis about his life that's the side plot uh he's like supposed to go on the train steal a briefcase and get off right and then things go very 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 downhill from there <laughs> right <laughs> turns out the briefcase he's trying to steal is like ransom money and like the dudes there's these dudes on the train that are like supposed to deliver the ransom money to this mob boss right 
and then he just sort of interweaves from there. Uh, <clears throat> but it's cool in that, like, it's one of those movies where, like, every little thread connects somehow to something else. Oh, and then, like, cool. later on, they will jump to that and be like, oh, I remember this. This is why it's important, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a very, like, stylized thing, like, introduce a character with, like, a title screen, you know, like, blah, the thing. And then they, they sort of, like, they, all the little loose ends in this movie tie up together. Oh, that's right? super satisfying. It is very satisfying, right? Like, not maybe not everything. I maybe missed some, but, like, the their big plot points and like names of people and stuff. It just, it really all connects in these really satisfying ways that are just like, ah, okay. That's nice. Right. Like (laughs) it all connects together because again, it's like a trapped room kind of, because the whole movie takes place on a train. Right. So it's like die hard on a train. Right. Like, (laughs) like, you know, and so, like the whole movie's on this train and there's all these different characters that show up and they're all have these various goals, but some of them, you have no idea what the heck they are and why are they here? And how do you connect to the story? And then like, once you figure out that everything is connected, like you get these little hints. And so you're watching it, trying to figure out how these are connected. Like, why is this person here? <laughs> and there'll be like a seemingly random person. You're like, what, what are you doing here? Like, and then later on, it all wraps up nicely about how they got on this train and what their goal was and all that stuff. And you're like, ah. Oh, cool. And it's a movie that, like, I bet if you watch it a second time, it would make even more sense because you get dropped these hints in the middle because it does that thing when it, whenever the revelation happens, it kind of does a flashback moment yeah, to, like, something that happened before. And you're like, oh, that was this person the whole time. Done. Oh, interesting. <laughs> like that's why they couldn't find them right like this big like convoluted plot just sort of like gets distilled down to these moments and then they all sort of tie up in a little bow at the end it's very satisfying to watch so it's like really overly stylized and that's not everybody's cup of tea right not people like that uh it's very it's way more humorous than it has any right to be because the dialogue is actually pretty good and some of the characters are funny. Uh, it is mega violent, though. So if you are a person who doesn't like that, though, don't watch this movie. Um, but I thought it was hilarious. Good morning. So, good morning. Yes, good morning. Some people don't not into that. That's cool. Uh, but if it, you don't mind, it's fine. But it's like over-stylized by, like, you know, with the lights and the, the filters and everything like that making it look all like hyper realistic not like it's not like gritty you know or like a you know, like those gangster movies where it's like realistic this is not a realistic uh turn of events that are happening obviously yeah take a step back and be like this is this is uh <laughs> but but some of those of like okay this is kind of absurdity uh to on it at its finest i guess yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like, it's kind of like, it's got a little bit of that, like, Kill Bill flair of, like, this violence is over the top on purpose, right? Like, it's just, like, way more than is normal. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some moments like that, but it's kind of, like, artsy and whatever, but it's kind of the, excuse me, it's the opposite of the movie Fall, which is, like, a movie that is very grounded and realistic and 
things could happen except for like maybe one or two things like it's like reeks of realism and then on the other end you have bullet train which is like there's nothing realistic about this movie (laughs) except for the premise that a person would try to steal a briefcase that's probably (laughs) right like there you go Ah, it all comes together people steal briefcases that's the realism uh (laughs) after that it's it's gone like it's But we enjoyed watching it. We were like laughing all the time. So that that's was good. good. I mean, that's a sign of a, of a good movie. I don't know. It's a, I, I, I like being able to laugh at movies. Um, they, <laughs> yeah. It's nice when a movie like doesn't take itself seriously. Right. And like it knows, right. It knows yeah. what's up. <clears throat> so it was pretty good. That's what we did. It's my exciting movie review corner. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much it. Just getting ready for one last weekend of whatever and back to work. Children coming back. Well, that's good because this was your first summer without doing like summer school and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, first one in a while. I have done one other one before, but not for a while. So, how was yeah. that? What's your uh, how's how's that been for you? Uh, it was great. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. Just because I need a lot of, I needed some. It was nice to not be thinking about school stuff. Just sort of, even though I didn't do anything, right? I didn't go anywhere. I didn't like have big summer plans. It was just sort of nice to just sort of be. Oh, and like I, not, not have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think I, I, I was just talking with somebody about that day of the importance of finding uh, mental space, uh, much more than finding physical space away from things of like not being being able to have a period of time where you don't have a mental burden uh, is extremely important to do. Yeah, especially depending on the severity or the longevity of the mental burden that you're trying to bear. So, like, being able to unhick, unhook, uh, wow, I don't know what word I was trying to say. I think I yeah. unhitch. Um, but I also tried to say unhook, so it came out unhook. Um, That's all right. <laughs> from, from that, uh, really does give you that that recharge that you need. And like you said, it doesn't have to be like, oh, and then I went and I, I was also, you know, a thousand miles away on, you know, isolated in a cabin or on a beach or whatever. It's like, no, nope, yeah. I can just unhook. <clears throat> Yeah, plug from where I am, yeah, and uh, that's what I need. Yeah, I mean that's just fun too, right? But like, well, sure, I don't, you know, I don't require that. Like, my, <laughs> I just like, okay, boom, we're doing this, done. Like, be home, hang out, do some stuff around town, whatever. Right. Most importantly, watch the Tour de France in July. That's the big one, right? The, but yeah it was pretty good so uh it did make coming back school slightly harder because i had my brain was like what is this what do you mean work but gandalf going Uh, yeah it's like (laughs) what is this place (laughs) i have no memory of this place (laughs) so like i always have that like struggle of getting back into school mode right 
it was a little hard until the other day when I went with the science team and we talked about like department goals and like stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I got you. I know. I know what we're doing now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause the first day uh, it's been really hard. Uh, the other thing that's been really hard about going back to school is this year they had a bunch of, I think I might've missed this last week. There's a bunch of meetings that are about the new curriculum. Yeah. Only. So like, Everybody in elementary school has to go to this writing curriculum meeting. Except for me and the my my friend that teaches sixth grade math, right? <laughs> like, yeah. We're the only ones that don't have to go. <laughs> yeah. Like well, so we're like, we're you guys have fun. We're gonna go I don't know, uh, go to my room and I'm gonna watch them right. do something. I don't know. I gotta <laughs> <laughs> Yep. It's gonna be very important. Yeah. Like, I'm going to make some new activities, I guess. See you later. Put my rock collection to use. That's what I'm doing, actually. <laughs> Y'all have fun? We're going to go play with some rock? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, see ya. I'm going to yeah, do... I guess, I guess I'll just, this is bye. <laughs> yeah, it did It did inspire me. The meme did inspire me. Like, the, the, the 10 minutes of the meeting that I needed to hear to help do it in RTI or whatever. Uh... <clears throat> I started planning my um, progress monitoring pieces for class because I was trying to figure out how way to like. So we have all okay. So the we have all these like essential standards, right? That are like what we have deemed to be the important ones, yeah. The like the most important ones to talk about, <clears throat> and then we have our like uh, supporting standards, like the ones that go with it, but they're not like the focus. You know, like we talk about them, but they're not like the big ones, right? Um, so for the big ones, like the way that I was monitoring how students were progressing was, uh, it was a little too clunky, right? It took too long. Oh, it was like, it was just kind of unwieldy. Like it made sense to me, but like implementing it was kind of difficult. Right. So I came up with a plan to streamline it and we're going to see how that works. We're just going to go for it and we're going to see what's up and then whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, I came up with a new way to do it. Like, hopefully, take less time. Like later, not the first one. The first one, the first couple are always difficult because they're like, "What do I do?" What do I, but but this one, I put everything in a Google form, right? And I'm only gonna do it one standard at a time. So also we can spread it out more, so we don't have to do it like. Oh, multiple the same day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I can just be like, here it is. Bam. And it has their little, like, I can statements, their student first language in the form. It has a brief little like rundown of what it's about. And then like, whatever the question is, I either wrote a question that they have to respond to, or some of them are going to have like a diagram for some of the skills, like the, especially like the convections currents one right like describe what is happening in this diagram boom yeah and then they describe it and then they have to rate how they feel about their ability to answer the question done boom so hopefully that will go quicker because it's all self-contained in one place and i can put all the things they need to know and pictures or small little written things in there 
So it's self-contained and they just do it and then they go. And that way I can compare what they thought about their ability to answer the question and what I think about their ability to answer the question. Yeah. Much easier. Cause that's the big, that's the hard one. Cause a lot of them are always like, we do a, like a, a one, two, three, four scale, right? Like four is like, I got it. Don't worry. One is like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, <laughs> sure. And then two is like, uh, I kind of know, but I need some more help. And then three is like, I can do it pretty good, but I might need a little help. Right. And four is like, I totally got this. So a lot of times they rank themselves like a two, but like the response that they give me is like, no, that's good. I don't oh. mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like you put a lot of detail in there. Um, and that's pretty right. So I don't know where you got this two nonsense from. <laughs> <laughs> like, going on, yeah. And that's where we can talk about it like later on too. So sure. <clears throat> hopefully having it all together easy to compare. Plus then I can just like wipe it and then uh, you know, if I to monitor the same skill a little bit later, I just send in the same one again. And then we can directly compare how they did last time versus the next time, you know. So that's the plan. We'll see how it goes. I just trying to make it easier to use because when it gets too clunky and hard to use, like I don't want to do it either, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, it's hard. It's gonna take a lot of time, and I gotta figure out where to do it. But if it is streamlined and easier to use, and the kids can figure out how to do it better, then we can do it more often, which will be more beneficial for them. So we'll see. <laughs> well, that's a really important metric because part of learning uh, and growing is, yes, knowing facts, but I think also very importantly, being confident in your ability. Yeah. And, and that, because that can impede um, or it can progress your way through material. If you have that attitude of, well, I think we've talked before, of like, I'm always bad at math. Um, oh yeah that's the classic example right like that's yeah super classic like but that impacts how much effort you're going to put into studying yeah how much confidence you're going to have in your answer how many how how likely you are to second guess versus double check those are two different things uh and how likely you are to change your things you know you can it really does start to mess with that if you go in and you have you have (laughs) you are unconfident not confident in your ability it really does impact how you're able to answer and learn uh, material yeah and the fact that it's gonna be like you're gonna get multiple opportunities to answer this question and it's gonna be the same question every time yeah right like that like you get a chance to do it again right you get multiple attempts to answer the same thing right and i think that's important too for not only for building confidence but for just practice because this is just practice right that's all it is it's just practice that's not it's not the final assessment it's what it's practice like it's not for any grade i'm not doing anything with it except for looking at like okay this person is still really struggling with this skill so what is that what do i need to do to help them right like what what am i what can i do different for this person to help them on this journey right that's all it's for you know, it's not for grades, not for anything. So I think the multiple attempts and like 
getting the the hardest part is getting them to be like, I don't care we put anything down, just put something down, right? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not grading it, but I am looking at it, right? Like, I'm not, I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna do everything, I'm gonna record this in my data sheet, but I'm not gonna put it in the grade book, right? That's that's for other stuff. This is only for. I had to build a spreadsheet. Blech. Gross. <laughs> you mean hooray? <laughs> no. <clears throat> but we that's the big thing that we talked about in the science team meeting when we were talking about the uh sorry to turn this back into Brandon's education corner again. Um but I don't have a sound effect for that. <clears throat> okay. Uh, we'll have to get a stinger. Um yeah. we're <laughs> we were talking about like the concept of it's okay to fail, right? Oh, yeah. Now, the problem is, and my the other guy brought this up, he's like, yeah, but, like, in other places in school, they do fail, right? Because, like, if you don't have the certain grade, then you can't play basketball. So, like, there is failing happening, right? And so we talked about how, as a, for our departmental goals that we had to write, Right, like we need some kind of vocabulary change because we all agree that uh, it's okay to fail is a good mindset to have, right? But it doesn't really jive with the reality faced in the rest of the school, right? And so we kind of talked about that that's what we meant. We meant it's okay to not get it right the first time. It's okay to be quote unquote wrong about something, right? Because as we know in science, you're not really wrong. You just got an answer that you weren't expecting, right? Sure. It's like a ooh, it's a surprise. Uh, <laughs> so we decided that like we're going to talk about perseverance a lot more because that's what we really mean when we say that, right? It's okay to you know not maybe get the right answer the first time, but it's as long as you don't quit. Right. That's the part that we want to talk about. It's like, it's the not quitting part. It's the, we're going to try again. No problem. Yeah. We're just going to try again. Well, and that's what we mean when we say it's okay to fail. Cause like in the science department, like we really push the, you can try it again. Right. It's all right. We're going to learn this. We can practice it. We can do it over. So what we really kind of decided we meant was <laughs> we want to like instill that perseverance where we're only really failing if we quit. Right. Like, well, I think so. it's still rec- important to recognize that. Um, I, I think it's, you know, defining what failure actually is, uh, yeah. because, because consequences are still important and there, there, there need, sometimes there are consequences for our actions. Right. And so, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's so that the example of the, you didn't get the grade. So that's, uh, um, you know, you don't get to play ball. I see that more as a consequence, not as a straight up, not as an actual failure. That's true. But as a, as a high school kid, you are, you're going to quote fail, you're failing the class. Right. So I think, I think in that, cause you're right. And we were agreeing with what you were saying, right? Like, yeah, you like, you can fail, right. If you don't try and you do less stuff like that's like, we don't want that. You know, we would rather you not do that, right? We yeah. want to create a place where that option is 
not appealing, you know, but you like, were, yeah, it's kind of a, we just, yeah, it's a vocabulary. Like we were like, just to make it make more sense to the kids and not be like confusing because there are different kinds of failure. Yeah. Right. Well, and focusing more, less on the end point and more on the process. Yes. Right. Like that's really where you're refocusing a lot of that <clears throat> effort of going, yeah, we're not going to like that. We're, we're going to try and work in the middle space between. The yeah. yeah. So like perseverance just sounds better in that context. Yeah. It makes more sense with what we were kind of talking about. So that's what we put on our little paper. Blap. Like <laughs> now it's official. <laughs> yeah. But just the, cause that's the important part, right? That's the important part of this. And again, like, the science classes sort of lend themselves a little easier to this naturally because that is like getting an answer that was not expected, quote unquote failing. And then like looking at that and then trying something again, that is the scientific method, right? That is critical thinking, problem solving engineering skills, right? Those are the things that, the science classes and standards are talking about all the time. So that's what we want to have in our classroom. And so we just have to word it slightly differently <laughs> because sure. that's the engineering process, right? The engineering process is like you do a thing, it didn't work. And then you go, okay, what now? Yeah. Right. Like you didn't, you didn't fail. Like it just didn't work that time. Right. So you just go, okay, I do this thing. That didn't work. Do new thing. That didn't work. Do a new, new thing. Ah, oh, that works. Okay, good. Got it. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like you said, it's the process to go through to try to do that. And the other day I was like beating my head against the wall because like my first unit is all about that stuff. And so I was like, how, what questions? Can I ask what scenarios can I present these kids that will get them thinking like that? And it is not possible. <laughs> it was so hard. I was like, I don't know. It is because especially since the, because you want a real life scenario. Cause you don't want to give them like a science experiment because I'll be like, what do these words mean? You're like, no, 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 no. I want. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially since a lot, because society is set up, or people are quote unquote successful. People are quote unquote failures when they don't meet these things. And you have to have such a broad discussion about societal expectations, um, internal motivation, um, you know, influences and uh, <coughs> desires that you have. Like it's just, there's so much that you have to trudge through to get to the point of going, now do you see why it's okay? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it's, it's not a black and white thing. And for, especially, you know, for that age group and what a lot of the cultural stuff is, it's a very black and white. And yeah, trying to get them out of that. Uh, it's black. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't like, and so I just, I came, I just like, okay, I got to give them something like, cause I was just focusing on like asking a question that you can then like do something with. Right. Sure. Like the old, the old, uh, it's got to be testable or measurable, right? So I was like, uh, okay, got it. Real life classroom scenario right here. Your pencil is broken. You go up to the pencil sharpener. 
you put your pencil in there, it makes a noise, you pull the pencil out, nothing. Hmm. What question do you ask now? Right? And at the beginning, I know for a fact they're going to say, why didn't it sharpen? Not, not the best. But hopefully we can get some things like, is the pencil sharpener full? Is there something stuck inside? Aha! These are things that we can check for, right? Boom. So, hopefully, uh, trying to lead them in that direction with some like real world things that you will actually encounter this in your life. Okay, this is what you're gonna have. This is gonna happen in sixth grade, like every day. The pencil sharpener sucks. All right, we just, we know it's fine. But <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing that we did before, like last year, I remember we had to. I was doing like the reading a graph one. Right? It's like, read the graph. That's it. Right? But, like, they don't do a lot of that before they get to be. So, like, it's really, like, they want to put, like, a really, like, they're they're expecting to have to write some, like, really, like, elaborate, convoluted answer. Right. But, like, I'm really just like, no, no, no. Look at this line graph. Which line is more? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That's your answer. (laughs) Ta-da. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot more cut and dry than some other thing. Like I just want, I just want like because I'd be like, which one of these paints dried faster? And I'm like a a line graph, right? Yeah. Like which one's shorter, <laughs> right? Like which one is why, less time? Why we display them like this? <laughs> yeah, so you can just look at it. But they're like, that's all. Like they want they they're expecting to have to write something like really big, and so they just look at it and they'll be like, I don't know what to do. Like. Which which one was faster? Like that one. Like, why do you know? Then they look at you and be like, "Cause it's shorter." Like, yeah. Uh, like, what? Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's <laughs> why. It's uh, not a. It's not a. I'm not trying to trick you. Okay. It's like it really is that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that again, that comes back into that. How confident are you in this? Right? Yeah, not very. <laughs> not very at all. And that's fine, right? <laughs> we can start to match these up a little bit. Yeah. Can we, can we get... <laughs> and I think it's important with, with those questions that you're asking to point out to them see how much more confident you are now. Right? See, yeah. See how, see how everybody did yeah. this is that for you, like how more natural it comes now after yeah. we've gone through all of these things that's what the process we're wanting yeah right? <laughs> it's almost like we did it on purpose <gasps> don't tell anybody right? that's true <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah it's really funny when they sort of realize like wait this one was took longer so the line the bar on the bar graph needs to be longer like, yes <laughs> We, now, it's now that, we're getting somewhere. Yeah. I, I, I joke about this. I think I've mentioned on the show before too, but like I joke about it. all the joke in my class is like science or scientists are literal, yeah. right? Like they're not, not, not creative, right? You know, when something was named by a scientist, cause it's like tall mountain. Boom. Yeah. Done. Now they may like, use <laughs> that words to do that. That's but, true. But like, that's what it is. But that's what it is. Like we talk about, we talk about all the time. Like it's it's very literal. Like they want you to know exactly what they mean when they say it. They don't want there to be guessing. 
You want there to be like mystery? No. Boom. This. <laughs> yep. Like this, uh, the uh, species of fish that I studied was Fungulus grandis. Why is it grandis? Because it's the big one. It's right? the big that's, that's one. What, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's the, how do you tell it apart from everything, from all the other fungulus? It's the biggest one. It's the biggest uh, one. <laughs> Surprise! Like, <laughs> yay! Yeah, they do that a lot with like animal species or like, except for like ornithologists. They're weird. They're like blah, blah, some really crazy thing. But other ones are like the great bird of paradise. Yeah, because it's the big one. Like, <laughs> look at they are. Got them. Like, it's the hammerhead shark because it looks like a hammer. <laughs> ah. Nailed it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, man. Like, oh, yeah, sharks are another good one. Like, this is a black tip reef shark because it lives on the reef and its fins are black tipped. Yeah. Boom. Next. Yeah. Next <laughs> is the oceanic white tip. It lives in the open ocean and the tips of its fins are white. Get that. Everyone tracking here? Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the scalloped hammerhead. Because the hammer on its head is scalloped. Yeah. 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 Brandon paid attention to Shark Week. This, uh, Did, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> All this is coming from. <laughs> it's also just a really good uh, example of what I was talking about. I tell the kids all the time. Like, it's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I tell them when they're writing their science stuff. I was like, name it like a scientist. They'll be like, what do I call this assignment? I'm like, what is it? They'll be like, uh, volcano article. Like, so what should you call it? Yeah. Like, volcano article. Like, there you go. You guys. We have a winner. <laughs> or, yeah, like, the, I, they always do that when I, the severe weather presentations that we have to do. They're like, what should I call this? Like, what is it? And they're like, I'm like, what are you doing it about? And I'm like, uh, hurricane. So you should call it. And I'll be like, um, hurricane presentation. Yes, there we go. <laughs> and it will help you find it in your file management. Like when you're looking through, be like, where is, it? oh, there it is. <laughs> Where's that hurricane assignment? Where's that hurricane? Oh, the one that says hurricane. On yes. <laughs> I'll start there. <laughs> Kablam! You too, listener, can implement these easy-to-use tips in your life. Uh, label them. Uh, That's true. Just name it exactly what it is, and it'll be fine. Perfectly fine. Be, name things like a scientist. Right. Yeah. Uh, and on, uh, I think on, on that bombshell, we'll... Uh, wrapped up all right good hey well uh you uh enjoy your last few days of freedom and uh, indeed continue reading murder mysteries right that's what we're doing get back on the year round yeah yeah oh i did forget to tell you one small Uh small thing i may have bought the the lord of the rings that was illustrated by token edition uh, yeah. <laughs> well, so obviously, the next time we're all together, I've had to. It's pretty cool. 
it's like the big giant like three in one edition right but it has all his illustrations in it yeah oh yeah okay well. that's my token collection over here got going yeah. on so <laughs> on that other bombshell <laughs> wrap it up yes <laughs> okay love you bud love you too bye bye